Hump Day Wednesday, and let's go around the horn and check in with everybody. Let's uh, say hello this morning to Glenn Stretchmiths. What's going on, fellas? How, How are, are you? You doing okay? I'm good. How you guys doing? Ready to rock and roll. Stephen Simcox pinch hitting for Garrett again today. Stephen, how are you, my friend? I'm great, guys. Excited to do some uh, more live radio with you. <laughs> you uh, you did plenty of it yesterday, and you just got to know how did you hold up? Because honestly, we we want to say publicly just how much we do appreciate what you did yesterday and and again today for uh, for hanging in there. Well, thanks, Tom. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I did. Good, I, I think. You know, the 5 o'clock hour was rough, but that's kind of always the case when you have two hours of Mosley. So it's <laughs> the last one's always sort of a slog, but you, you get through it. I, I think we all can appreciate that. Right, Stretch? Hey, way to be a team player, brother. I appreciate you stepping up. and our, uh, Hopefully our man Garrett Ross will get back and healthy soon, but I certainly appreciate a guy that's a team player and not afraid to step up and put his hard hat on, bring his old bologna sandwich, and go to work for a full day. Peanut butter and jelly, but I like bologna as PB well. PB and J, yeah. that's fine too. I'm good. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. A lot to get. I mean, a lot to get to today. Anybody surprised the Big Ten is backpedaling? No, not not at all. And and anybody surprised that the Pac-12 is uh, from everything you read out there is fixing to follow? What a what an amazing turn of events. I mean, what has happened in the last since the Big Ten decided not to play? What, what has happened that has changed? Did they think everybody, because they were the Big Ten, did they think the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC, did they think those leagues were going to follow well, their Well, sure league? they did. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly well, well, I tell you what, what if, they if thought. That's, if that's the case, they need to lay off for two weeks and quit because that, that couldn't be any farther from, the, from what was going to happen when you, look at, when you look at the posture of college football right now and then – for the Pac-12 to, you know, kind of just saunder right there behind them. And now, I mean, you know, I'm reading I'm reading this morning where you got USC players, we want to play, we want to play. Well, yeah. I mean, when you see these games being played, when you see the excitement around college football, it, it really is. I mean, think about this, guys. You got the, you got the Big Ten who has said they don't want to play, and then you've got Mac Rhodes and – the Baylor Athletic Department, as soon as Louisiana Tech had to bow out because of an unfortunate situation, the hurricane blowing up in there, they had some they had some outbreaks. Boom, boy, it, Baylor is right out looking for a for a game. Immediately gets a game. Uh, to me, those are the schools that are leading this charge, not the Big Ten. Well, and, and you know, there's we talked about it on the on the John Morris show. What doctor do you believe? You know, the Big Ten doctors say, nope, can't do it. Not a good idea. And, uh, you know, so what do you, I mean, the information that's coming out is so, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it, it's, it's. Yeah, you do. It's politically skewed. There you, you, you go. You, you know exactly what you're there looking you for. There you go. I mean, if you, if you, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I'm not saying what side I'm on because we're not on here to talk that, but. I mean, you know, who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to CNN? You're going to listen to Fox? You're going to listen to MSNBC? You're going to listen to NPR? You're going to listen to Drudge? I mean, everybody well, what happened, has. A, what happened to the days of somebody just absolutely reporting the truth without it being skewed one way or the other? Are those days totally 100% gone? You you know that answer before you ask that question. That, that, Rhetorical. I tell you what, did you 
I mean, Mosley, Mosley champions himself as a as a dang attorney, or, 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 or having gone to law school. Tom, are you jumping in that same? No, boat I'm just. Want, I just want to know what. Yeah, the, you what do. You got some Judge Ito in you. You're trying to skew the damn question. Yeah, so. that's exactly what you're doing. Hey, you know, uh, Southwest Conference. You know, a lot of conversation about the Southwest Conference because of the uh, the the game Saturday with Houston. Is there one game? that doesn't get played in the old SWC that you would like to see renewed? It, you know, it, you know, Baylor A&M, Texas A&M, Texas Arkansas. Is there a game uh, that's, that's not played because of the, uh, the, the breakup of the SWC that you would love to see renewed in a non-conference format? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I li- again now, you're, you're, you're talking about, I mean, I, my dad was – you know, an Air Force guy. I was kind of born and raised. I was born in Austin, but raised Del Rio, Big Springs. So I was, I, as a kid, a young kid, I mean, to me, the Southwest Conference was it. I mean, that was, <laughs> they were the, you know, that, that, that they were the, they were the alpha. Everybody else was underneath that. And so anytime, anytime any of those games can get replayed, rescheduled anytime Texas, Texas A&M, Texas, Arkansas, Baylor, uh, Texas. I mean, some great games back in the day when, you know, when you had incredible matchups that were that were teams that were, you know, 100 miles down the road. I mean, how fun was it when Baylor – I can remember I was a kid. I mean, my, my uncle worked a – he, he took the tickets at, at Darrell K. Royal Stadium, and he would get me down there on the sideline. And I can remember – I mean, I'm telling you, I can remember watching, you know, watching those guys come out. And it, it, it really was. I mean, it, was, it brought chills to you. I mean, and, and, they, and they were right down the road 100 miles. And so, to see this – to see this, uh, this – these rivalries be re, kind of reconnected because of, of, of an adverse situation – Kali, guys, I mean, does it get any better than that? Nope. I, we were talking about that. And, you know, guys, there is, there's enough Division I college football teams in the state of Texas that you could form your own conference within the borders of the Lone Star State, and you would have great television markets in Houston and Dallas and Fort Worth. And uh, Anyway, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. If you want to let us know a rivalry game that you would love to see renewed from the Old Southwest Conference. Our CNC Collision text line is 254-662-1660. Our phone numbers, we'll take your calls today, uh, 254-662-1660 as well. You can jump on the phones and you can uh, let us know what you think about that. All right, I, I got to get, get Stephen's opinion on, uh, on NBA basketball last night. Stephen, not only did Denver beat the Clippers, which I didn't think was going to happen, but they ran them out of the gym. It looks like 104 to 89, and now it's Denver and the Lakers when everybody thought it was going to be an all-Los Angeles Western Conference final. Yeah, uh, really surprising, and, I mean, just an epic collapse by, by L.A. That, that Clippers team came together in the offseason, had high expectations, did not come through in the bubble, so... Now Denver, this is the second time they've rallied from a 3-1 deficit. They won another game seven. Uh, really impressive job by, by Mike Malone's club. Um, Jamal Murray's playing fantastic. And I think the Lakers got to be happy today. I mean, they're not going to say it, but I just feel like privately, you know, th- that matchup with, with the other L.A. team has kind of been looming all year long, and now it's not happening. Obviously, Denver's a very tough out, so I guess be careful what you wish for, but surely not the same uh, star power that the Clippers have. And, you know, that supporting cash just came up small. Paul George wasn't very good. 
And uh, I mean, if you're if you're Steve Ballmer today, I think you have to be scratching your head as as it really looks like the way that team got put together. And it's been a weird season. It's been a wild season. But bottom line is, they had three chances to close that thing out and get to the Western Conference Finals. They couldn't do it. And, and and did so that, I that, see- that would be my question, guy. I'm sorry, Tom, but that would be my question. So is Ballmer going to move on from Doc Rivers? I mean, it, 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 do, do you do you go there? And and then I start thinking, if you do go there, I mean, would would the Rockets be interested in a guy like Doc Rivers? His son is down there. I I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm I'm just asking because you talk about a team that was disappointing, and like you were saying, Stephen. I mean, Paul George did not play well, and you know you you can blame some of that on coaching, getting him the ball, trying to trying to spread it around, but. I mean, you know, Doc Rivers is, you know, he took, he took, he, he, he has been a heck of a coach and has really kind of brought that organization since Steve Ballmer, you know, purchased that organization. He's kind of brought it up, but, you know, is it time to move on from him? And did I see that Denver was down 3 1, not once, but twice in the NBA playoffs and, mm-hmm. and to come back and win both series? It's never happened in the history of the association. Yeah, that, that round one series against Utah kind of gets lost, but they also were down 3-1 there. It looked wow. like they were left for dead, and they came back. And Stretch brings up an interesting point. You know, Doc's really respected around the league. I think those guys uh, play hard for him, and he's a good coach. But the interesting thing is, we know in the NBA, you have all these short contracts. You know, in the NFL, we talk about once guys get off their rookie deal and you have to pay them, then the salary cap becomes trickier. Well, in the NBA, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's on a three-year deal, and he's done with year one. And he's a, a really interesting guy. We've seen that he hasn't stayed anywhere very long. So if things don't work out for him, you know, does he move on somewhere else? You you have very short windows because teams change and the roster gets shuffled so frequently. Uh, so I, I do think you, coaches have a much shorter lease in the league now. Hey, hey, real quick, pull his numbers from last night. They were horrible, weren't they? I mean, bot. I mean, they were absolutely horrible uh, in in that uh, game seven last night against Denver. Uh, the East, they're often running in the East stretch with Miami uh, beating Boston one seventeen one fourteen in overtime. So that's a uh, one game to none situation. So uh, it, it, game five of the. Uh, of the of the boot <clears throat> that no one cares about anymore. Astros beat the Rangers four to one, and oh, uh, those same Rangers, two teams tonight. Rangers, Rangers put them uh, scratch them out one for crying out loud. Gee, many Christmas doing. Oh, is that 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 team? I, I mean that just the thought of the Rangers right now makes you want to grab a sleeve of Tums. It just it just it just, it just, it just makes you want to belch. I'm serious. It, you just go, golly, how can you? How can you have taken an organization? Oh boy, I'm, you're not going to get me going today. Six thirty tonight. We're Way just, to work, we're John. Moving, we're moving. Six thirty tonight uh, on the uh, for the Astro broadcast over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Seven o'clock for the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. Immediately following the Baylor Coaches Hour, which comes your way with John Morris at six p.m. You got those numbers? Yeah, uh, you're right, Tom. He was he was bad last night. Kawhi scored fourteen points. He was six of twenty-two. From the field, so a really poor shooting night for him. Paul George only ten points, four sixteen shooting. So when your two best players mm-hmm. combine for twenty four points in the NBA, you're probably going to lose Mo- hey. most nights. That is. All right, uh, let's move on. We got uh, football to talk about. Uh, there is one high school cancellation uh, this week. There was one last week. We know of one this week already. China Spring and the Badgers of Land Passes, which is, you know, guys, it's a non district game, but it's very unfortunate uh, for those youngsters who put in all that work and. They're not going to be able to play the game. But 
that's the world we live in in 2020. But I was really looking forward to that matchup because it was two high-potent offenses that were about to tee it up on Friday night when uh, China Spring played the uh, the Badgers. Yeah, too bad. I mean, China Spring is off to a really good start, and that was going to be a, a heck of a measuring stick for them against, you know, Ace Whitehead and Lampasas, and they have a, a great group. So this is just unfortunately how it goes. You know, te- the teams have done a good job so far of kind of managing these outbreaks and, and playing it safe, but – uh, the byproduct of that is you lose you lose some great games. And, and there was, uh, you know, there's a scare, I think, in, in Cameron. But I think they're going to get back to work and get ready to play the uh, Eagles of Lexington. Lexington's coming off the win over Rockdale. And now they get to play the uh, the Cameron Yeoman. And then Cameron and Rockdale battle for the bell next week. So there you go. Uh, only two games in the, uh, in the uh, I started to say Southwest Conference, in the Big 12. <laughs> and it is Baylor and Houston at 11 a.m. And uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma State, uh, another in-state uh, matchup at 11 a.m. And it's unfortunate that both of our Big 12 games are at 11 a.m., but when they're on different networks, it's, you know, kind of the battle there. Uh, the uh, Bears in Houston get uh, get Fox, and OSU and Tulsa will get ESPN. Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons, high noon Sunday, 11 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. And we uh, we, we did uh, touch base on a couple of things. Arkansas State and and uh, in Central Arkansas, that, that game is postponed because of the uh, COVID situation with Arkansas State after playing Memphis a couple of weeks ago. And then again, uh, the, the word is, here comes the Big Ten, October the 24th. Is that start date going to be conducive to get them in the mix for the, the uh, playoffs? Well, I mean, that's I, a month after well, everybody else. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're trying to do. I, I, from what I'm understanding, too, guys, it's an eight-game season. Mm-hmm. Is that what they – is that what the press release said? They were going to they were going to try to play an eight game season. Yeah, that sounds correct. I have to double check, but I think it's eight eight weeks and no bye week stretch. Yeah, right. So so that that with that, I mean, reading between the lines there, that means they're trying to get in. The, they're they're going to try to they're going to try to get in the sweepstakes to uh, to get in the college football playoff. And you know what? Good for the Big Ten. I mean, there's nothing wrong with correcting a wrong and. Right now, it, it, it looks like that's exactly what they're trying to do is correct the wrong. I mean, uh, I'll ask you guys. I mean, everybody kind of championed this Kevin Warren as being the next, you know, kind of the next uh, Roger Goodell, you know, kind of the guy in waiting to be the NFL commissioner. Boy, what a – I mean, what a mess up here to to actually make the decision so early not to play and then have to come back and – and correct that. And I'm saying it, hey, good, good for, good for getting it corrected. But was it him that got it corrected, or was it the players at Ohio State, uh, Michigan, Nebraska? Was it those people that put the pressure on him to to have to reverse course? Well, I, I don't know, quite frankly. But I also want to know where was he getting his information? What was he basing the decisions on? And it, has that information changed, or where he's getting? His information has it changed. So there's a lot to talk about. We're going to get into that here in a few minutes. It's 10 16. We're running way late. We got to step aside and we're coming back with more of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today. We do have a 30% chance of a scattered shower, maybe an isolated thunderstorm with highs topping out around 88 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight with a 30% chance of showers late. We drop to 70 and tomorrow partly sunny skies with a 50% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms and a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. It's got a couple minutes here left in segment number one of today's hour number one. Today's <laughs> Unnecessary Roughness. I'm over Are here we discombobbled? No, I'm looking at what you're doing over there. It's a long there. segment we did, boys. Yeah, I know. You're over here playing a uh, hot potato with the mic button. I don't know what you've got going on, man. I'm, I'm working on it. Just you stay You're working over there. on something. I don't you know stay what over it there. is. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Go on, take your little knives. <laughs> take your little fruit. Fight, 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 fight. Unnecessary roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. That's wrong. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments, only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes 
win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Man, I'm telling you what, we're going to get a new musical director for the program. <laughs> I, I mean, this, he's killing it yesterday and today. This is good stuff. It's uh, 1020. This is game I hope, time. Yeah, I hope Garrett gets uh, gets well singing. I'm going to run out of hits eventually. But <laughs> we'll keep it riding as long as we can. <laughs> I was about to say, do you do you feel like Casey Kasem every time you keep your feet in the ground and reach for the stars? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, Big, uh, Big Ten is our conversation this morning, and uh, let's continue with that conversation. And what where does it go? And, and you mentioned, you just kind of casually mentioned, you think the Big 12, I, I beg your pardon, the Pac-12 is, is, uh, is on the, on the hills of the Big 10? Well, that's what I'm, I mean, that's what I'm seeing. I, I, you know, I don't have any, any sort of inside information. I know the guy that runs our, uh, drive, afternoon drive, he's, he's kind of the inside scoop jockey, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't have inside information, just everything that I'm reading and what I'm seeing. And, when you think about the posture of what the Pac-12 did following the Big Ten when the Big Ten, you know, set up, pushed back and said, hey, we're not, then immediately two days after it was the Pac-12. So I, I don't know. I mean, it will be – to me it's going to be interesting to see where and how if the Pac-12 is the lone – you know, is the lone conference that's standing out there with their – you know, with their – thumb in their mouth hey are you gonna are you gonna step up and and you know kind of try to get yourself in the middle of uh you know in the middle of the college football playoff i i i, I don't know i saw I, I was reading earlier that matt leinert was kind of trying to support the usc players which certainly uh that that makes a lot of sense and uh, you know what they want to do and how they want to do it I, guys i don't think I mean, has the testing changed that much? I know that they have these uh, – they've got these 15-minute tests now that can mm-hmm. tell, you know, if you have it or you don't have it. But what I don't understand, again, guys, is when the NFL, you know, showed you, hey, here's our Tier 1 guys. That is the players. That is the coaches. That is the trainers. And that is the managers. And those guys are going to have to get tested daily. And they're going to be over here. And then you've got the scouting department and, and, and some other guys that are on the outside, and they're going to be over here. And what we're going to do is we're going to keep those guys separate, but we're going to be able to maintain what feels like a, you know, I wouldn't say, again, I don't use the term bubble with the NFL. It's almost a tent mentality, but certainly the NFL has been able to do it and why college football wouldn't follow what they were doing and how they were doing it, how they were testing and, Again, how they were separating people. Uh, you know, I, Baylor's done a heck of a job. There's a lot of schools that have done a heck of a job here, and certainly they're on the forefront and, and you know, being the leaders of coming out with this is how it should look and this is how the model should look. Yeah, it's interesting. I know the Pac-12 recently said they now had a breakthrough with daily testing, 
but I feel like the Big 12, they're testing at least three times a week. I don't know if they're testing daily or not, but you know the, the other conferences that are playing right now or, or test or have been able to test frequently. I feel like the big hurdle for the Pac-12 is, you know, one of the things with the Big 10, like the state of Ohio, Ohio high schools are playing, mm-hmm. you know, pro teams are playing. Obviously, Ohio State wants to play. And they just put so much pressure along with, you know, some of the other te- schools, as, as Stretch said, really all the coaches and ADs have come out publicly. And the Pac-12, you're starting to see that. But, like, USC, they're just trying to get on the practice facility because they can't even go to the practice field yet because of all the, you know, regulations in California. There, you See, that's the thing. You've got all of those state-regulated uh, things that are going on coming out of the governor's uh, office and it, that says, hey, uh, these state schools cannot participate. I mean, whether they wanted to or not, it's coming from above them. So they've got to get they got to get that squared away before I, I think well, and, 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 and half the damn states on fire. I mean, you they had to test the air quality the other night before they could. <laughs> Did you see before, the shot of, of uh, greater Los Angeles from over uh, the weekend? It, it, I, I tell you, man, it's it, unbelievable. It, I mean, it really is. It, it, it is it is mind blowing. And, and, and obviously that's a that's a tough situation, too, when you've got, you know, when you've got those fires and, and, and hopefully all of this stuff can get rectified. But. Uh, yes, I, I look, man. I learned uh, and, and yearn for the day that everybody is, is playing here, and and we've got to, you know, we we feel like we've got this thing under control. And it with the again with the with how these SEC and Big Twelve teams have gone to the forefront and pushed forward to try to get through this. I mean, they're the leaders in this group, and now you're seeing the Big Ten, who thought they were a leader by shutting it down or having to put, you know, having to make themselves the caboose, which I don't see those anymore when the train goes by. But they're having to get on the end of, you know, the end of what everybody's trying to do here, which is get back to playing. It's uh, 1026. We will, a lot more to talk about when it comes to the the Big Ten and the Pac-12. We'll get to that as we roll through this uh this program today but we're going to switch gears when we come back we're going to talk with the head coach of the Riesel Indians Keith Stiffelmeyer we'll do that when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas Baylor football is back the Bears open the new season this Saturday at home hosting the Houston Cougars 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Network tailgate show 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday for the Bears and the Cougs Again this season, tune in to hear J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris, for all the play-by-play of Baylor Big 12 football, here on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Greg May honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Greg May is searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher before October 15th. Mail entries or deliver in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, my favorite teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas, 76712. Or email your entry to gregmayhonda at AOL.com. Winner will be announced on Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag my favorite teacher. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. The world may look a little different right now, but one thing hasn't changed. Our commitment to ending Alzheimer's. When you participate in the walk to end Alzheimer's, you're part of a community that cares. And that community has never needed us more. We're still coming together in 2020, even if it means trying something new. Register today at alz.org walk and be the first to know about the walk in your area. Register your team today at wacowalk at alz.org. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Deerbull Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys will try to bounce back on Sunday afternoon when they take on the Falcons. Despite the loss of the Rams, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports said he saw some bright spots when he joined us on Unnecessary Roughness Tuesday. One, uh, CD Lamb, I think is going to be the real deal, absolutely. Um, but even more so, I love what I saw from Trevon Dick uh, over there trying to replace. Uh, a huge void, or trying to fill a huge void that was uh, created by the departure of Byron Jones. The World Series will be played in Arlington, even though the Rangers won't be a part of it. It will be announced on Tuesday, Globe Life Field with a neutral location for this year's Fall Classic. Rangers take on the Astros. Broadcast starts at 6.30. First pitch at 7.05. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. I'm telling you, Stretch, Steven's killing it today <laughs> with our bump back every, music. Every time, every time he puts a little something that makes you get up on your good foot in there, you <laughs> get excited about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> trust me, we got one coming that's going to be right in your wheelhouse. Hey. Uh, he, I have to tell you what, he pulled it up. Uh, the one I loved yesterday was he, he, he put a little Elvis out there when uh, when our man Q, he, Q, got his, Q got his feelings hurt because the Knights went down to the Stars and he was 
he got a little emotional thinking about his grandmother out in Vegas, but I think it picked everybody up with a little Viva. And I, I, he, he was right on top of it. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to the telephones and let's welcome in the uh, head football coach of the Riesel Indians, Coach Keith Stiffelmeyer. Coach, how are you today? Hey, I'm uh, getting better every day, so I think we're doing all right. Well, so we, we just, yeah, getting ready for this Friday night. All right, let's, uh, before we talk about this Friday, uh, just kind of talk about your program and where you are. You're off to the two and one start. Uh, tough loss last week, obviously, but certainly you got uh, you 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 got to like where your where your team is after three weeks. Well, you know we we didn't uh, we didn't really do as well as what we had hoped last week. You know we got off to you know two, a two and zero start and then and dropped one this past week to Clyde and you know and I really. Uh, I felt like we could have played them, those guys, a lot closer. Might not have beat them, but I, but I felt like we just uh, kind of like deer in the headlights look when we looked and saw how big those guys were across the line. And and once we figured out we could play with them, it was you know it was too little, too late. But but you know I felt like we're we're where we really need to be. You know you know we we, we scheduled Clyde because we wanted a tough opponent before to kind of get us ready for district. And I really don't think Clyde would would win our district by by no means. But I but I think it will get us you know ready for that type of competition. And so we're we're, we're we're rolling along pretty good. We're we're pretty much injury free. We don't, you know, just a few bumps, but no bruises. And so I think we're doing all right. Talk about the growth and the development of the program since you arrived. It, it just every year you get better and better. Well, you know, it's it's just a tribute to the community that we got great community support. We got, you know, uh, to to be a Riesel Indian on the football team. It's 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 kind of a you know a neat deal out here, and the kids are are getting better. You know, learning being part of the program and learning. Uh, you know about the you know the toughness and and how to get out there and and scrap it out and and we're we're having great practices and you know and when you when you have great practices you expect that there's going to be some good results to come after that and so it's it's just really been a good good situation the kids are kids are learning and and getting tougher and and stronger every single week. How Coach, do you, after, I'm sorry, Coach. No, after, go ahead, after, after the loss to Clyde, and I know that. It was something you were saying. You, you once your kids felt like they were ready to go. It, it, do you take that and do you show them? You know, hey, you show them a second half of the film. Do you show them where you felt like the game stemmed, the tide stemmed, and you knew, hey, we belong here? Is, are you taking that as a learning situation and talking to your players about that? Oh, absolutely. We spent over an hour in film on on Monday, and just you know, this is. This is what we should have done. This is what we could have done, and this would have been the result. And uh, you know, it, it takes eleven every single play. You can't depend on eight or nine each play. It's got to be all eleven, all in every play, offense, defense, special teams. It's just a you know a team effort. And when you got eleven guys working as a team, a, you know, a machine, then you're going to get great results. And that's and that's why we spent so much time in, in learning from the mistakes of the past. Because you know, if you don't learn from the mistakes of the past, you're gonna you're gonna make them again. And so that's uh, that's why we. We uh, really, you know, some, some people might want to just put that game behind us and go on to the next one, but no, we, we used it as a learning tool to, to get better for the, for the following week. Do you like how you guys have responded in practice so far this week, Coach? Oh yes, we we we've gone 100 miles an hour. It's it's they they're hungry. They uh you know when you when you when you don't you go without water for a while. Now you you really get kind of thirsty, and so it's it's been a long thirsty week, and they've they've had some great practices. Now look ahead to uh, to Friday night in Bosqueville for us. 
Ooh, well, you know, those guys, you know, again, we scheduled those guys because we wanted somebody tough. We wanted somebody that's going to get in there, and uh, they're a lot like us. You know, offense side of the ball, defense side of the ball, they're a lot like us. In fact, they're so much like us. The coach, uh, uh, Xander, he's he's an old Riesel Indian, and so uh, he, he even knows our, our school song, and after the games, he's going to be out there singing our school song. <laughs> they, uh, but, you know, with that, and, that, and that's not exaggeration. He does. He's he's a, he's once an Indian, always an Indian. He, so, but, but, but on Friday night, He's going to give us everything they got. And I'll tell you one thing, they are going to be well prepared to play us. They, they don't uh, – and it doesn't matter what the record is. When these two teams get together, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good ball game. And, and they're going to be super well coached. They're going to have adjustments made on what they saw on film and what they saw in the previous two weeks. They're going to take advantage of our wrinkles that we've got. And they're going to, to do everything they can to put their kids in a position to be successful. They're probably, as far as coaching staff goes, those guys do a tremendous job. On, on taking what they see and getting everything they can out of it. You, you look, you, you say, how did they do that? And then you go back and look on film, and it's, oh, yeah. And it's, but they're going to make us better, and that's why we, we schedule them, because, we will, because our goal has never been to go undefeated non-district. Our goal is to put ourselves in a position where we might, you know, at the end of the season have a chance to, to play in the postseason. And, and those guys, are, you know, as good as anybody is getting you ready to, to show you your weaknesses, you know, and show you, hey, we took advantage of this because, You've been doing this all year. No, they don't tell us before the game. They, they, we won't know until you know during the game or Saturday morning what we did wrong. So that's that's why I like to play those guys like Bosquito. I think you need to get a ladder and let Clint lead the band at the end of the at the end of the game, don't you? Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. In fact, he I can think climb up on that ladder and direct idea. the band. He, he, he got, I think him getting up there. He may not even need a ladder. I mean, he's like six nine, I think. <laughs> and so him, him being up there, uh, that would that would be phenomenal. <laughs> Show his his team spirit and his loyalty to, to the Riesel Indians. I think that would be fantastic. Hey Keith, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck to you uh, this weekend along the way, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Yes, sir. I love listening to your show. Y'all keep keep it up. Thank uh, you so much for having me. You bet. Keith Stiffelmeyer, the head football coach of the Riesel Indians. And, and let me just say this. When he talks about the quality of, uh, of Clint Zander, he is 1,000% correct. Clint Zander is one heck of a football coach, and his program is an outstanding program over, just, over at Bosqueville. But yeah, I'll tell you what, guys, the, the I love song. listening to that passion. You know what I mean, Tom? Sorry to yeah. interrupt you right there. But, I mean, how about his passion? You, you, I mean, that interview right there, he is so passionate about what he's doing. And, they, yeah, they got beat uh, Friday night by Clyde. But, I mean, they are back at it. He's back rallying the troops. And I, I, that's fun, fun, fun to listen to. What a, what, what a great job that he, he's doing, to, to, even to take time to jump on the radio with us. It's awesome. Uh, there you go. All right, so, uh, 1038, 22 away from – uh, 11 o'clock, Tom and, and Stretch and uh, Stephen Simcox. And, well, we got a lot of good high school football games coming up. And you know what? There's going to be a dandy down in the park as Crawford takes on Holland this week. And I'm telling you, that's going to be that's going to be a doozy as well as Holland's coming off a win over Johnson City 41 to nothing, And Brad Talbert's got that group rolling. And almost a homecoming for Coach Talbert. Is, he's, uh, he's originally from China Spring, but he'll be over in Crawford to take on the, uh, the the Crawford Pirates. And I know that that's getting, believe it or not, that, that ball game is getting a lot of state attention. And I think it's going to be a focus in a feature game for Fox Sports Southwest this week. So, And, and that's cool to, to, to salute those those two A's in, those, in some of those smaller schools stretch because, man, they play some quality football down at that level. It, it's just a numbers game of, of attendance at a high school. It doesn't dictate whether you're a good football team or that's not. Exactly, that's exactly right. It, you, you make a great point. It is about 
it is about how big the school is, and it is about a numbers game. It doesn't mean that the coaching is any less than. It doesn't mean that the players are any less than. It doesn't mean that the want to is any less than. Yeah, I, I love it when those smaller schools. It's so fun when the when the state championship, you know, you know, opens up and you see those smaller schools and you see those communities that you know, go into AT&T Stadium and you, you're able to flip that on. And they, they have the same passion, the same want to, and the same love as a, as a 5A or a 6A school. So, yeah, anytime that those young men can get, can get an opportunity to, to, to shine, good for them. Get out there and get it on, brother. And, and then next week we'll have everybody up and running when uh, the uh, Temple Wildcats head to AT&T Stadium to take on Longview. Uh, we'll have that game on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports Southwest. That's an 8 o'clock-ish kickoff, right? Yeah, there's a game in front of it, but 8 o'clock is, is where it's tentatively scheduled. So let me ask you this, Tom. If 50% capacity, does that mean 50,000 people can go to that game? If, if I, you know what, if that's what, if that's what Jerry and Steven say is, is a good go, then I, I guess you, I guess you could do that. I mean, I'm you could say, have a yeah. packed house. Yeah, I'm going to say they're not going to probably open that upper bowl, guys. I mean, wouldn't you say that it's just probably going to be that lower area? Well, I, I, I think it's probably going to be based on ticket sales. I don't. I mean, I really don't know how they're going to handle that uh, as far as uh, this weekend is concerned. You're going to have four really high-quality teams and programs that are well-followed coming in there. And, uh, shoot, I don't know. And, and you've been there stretched for state championship games Man, some of those 5A and 6A games, I mean, that, that place oh. is rocking now. Oh, no question. I mean, there, there's no doubt. I've seen uh, – yeah, I've seen, I've seen 50 in there. With, with, without question, you, you, you know, when, you, when you're Allens and, I mean, some of these bigger, bigger places, yeah, they have, they have huge followings. But, hey, I, anytime you have an opportunity to go play in that stadium, I mean, I mean it, it, it truly is. Now, I've – I watch Sunday night football, and holy cow, does that SoFi look like a look like a mecca? But yep. I mean AT and T Stadium, guys, it, it doesn't get much better than that. No, and it should be fun. Ward White's and Q will be there for the call, and uh, we'll have it for you over on our sister station, Fox Sports Southwest. We will be over at uh, Panther Stadium in Hewitt as the uh, Midway Panthers take on the Dragons of. Round Rock. Now, that will officially be a scrimmage game, but from what I understand, it's going to be played more like a an a, a, a exhibition game like you would see in the NFL. So we'll be there and we'll bring you that one. Uh, I just I think the only difference is it just won't count on the record. So uh, so for those games, and then, of course, the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. Hey, don't forget our high school football pick'em contest. You can go to the website right now, SyntexSportsFan.com to vote, and you could be a winner from our good friend at Whataburger. So do that today. And then on Mondays around 1.30, Q and the gang will announce the winner. It's 10.43. Stay with us. More to come here on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap is back. They blitz. And he flips it out right. Elliott picks it off the ground. 20, 15, 10. Only heard here. Touch left. Dances in. That's a touchdown. All season. And Elliott comes up doing the Prescott warm-up dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. 
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Power. Power is being behind the wheel of a Ram 3500 with a thousand pounds per foot of torque. Power is a 12-inch touchscreen and 395 horsepower Hemi V8. Ram Power Days are going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. If you count on your truck, then you can count on Cameron Autoplex to deliver the right truck for you. We have the selection and the pricing our customers deserve. We are your Central Texas Truck Authority. Shop in person or online at CameronAutoplex.com. And remember, it's always cheap in Cameron. That's wrong. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Deerbull Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys will try to bounce back on Sunday afternoon when they take on the Falcons. Despite the loss of the Rams, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports said he saw some bright spots when he joined us on Unnecessary Roughness Tuesday. One, uh, CeeDee Lamb, I think is going to be the real deal, absolutely. Um, but even more so, I love what I saw from Trevon Dick uh, over there trying to replace. Uh, a huge void, or kind of fill a huge void that was uh, created by the departure of Byron Jones. The World Series will be played in Arlington, even though the Rangers won't be a part of it. It will be announced on Tuesday, Globe Life Field with a neutral location for this year's Fall Classic. Rangers take on the Astros. Broadcast starts at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1047. There is Glenn Smith's favorite song of all time. Michael Jackson of the Jackson 5, everybody. Tom was in here dancing, Glenn. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I, that really I, I, is. I see him over there getting on the good foot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Hey, I, man, I, that really is a great song. I, I don't care. You, you just, you got to love that song. Good stuff. It's uh, 1047, 13 away from 11 o'clock, and we, uh, we're, we're talking about matchups. It, Glenn, what is, your, what is the one Southwest Conference matchup you would love to see that uh, that's not played anymore. And I'll tell you, for me, I would like to see Texas play Arkansas. Well, yeah, and 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 Texas and Texas A and M, right? That's right. the one kind of I think that everybody w- would point to A and M and Baylor. There's A and M and Baylor. Yep, G- great oh, matchup. Some great games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then guys, I mean, back in the back in the kind of mid to late seventies. I, I mean, how about the job that. Bill Yeoman did at the University of Houston. Ooh. I mean, they had some great players at, at U of H. Andre and, Ware. Oh, well, yeah, that's later on. But I'm talking about, I, I guess I'm talking, I'm going to go all the way back to Jarvis Redwine and some of those guys when they were running the inside veer and some of the things that they were able to do uh, that, that really, uh, to today's, I mean, they're still using in today's football, how you read the inside you know, inside zone option. I mean, all that started. All that started with inside veer and what Bill Yeoman was doing at the University of Houston. What's it? Guys, what's I, it? I go back to some of the great players. You, you, you're going to say, you're going to say I'm crazy. I mean, how about Rice? I mean, Rice had some. Earl Cooper was a heck of a running back at Rice, and so I mean, I, I can remember. Even even when they were, you know, when they were outmanned, they still had some guys that went on and played. You know, had long careers in the NFL. So. I'm showing my age here, and and and, and not afraid to do that. I'll, I'll be eligible for an ARP card here pretty soon. But, <laughs> but what wasn't? Hey, wasn't Robert Newhouse a Houston Cougar? Robert Newhouse a Houston Cougar. Robert yeah. Ford, who was a yeah. who, who was a tight end coach for the Cowboys when I was there. I, I want to say he may still he may still hold the record for. Uh, the longest pass from line of scrimmage, a ninety-nine. I think it was a ninety-nine yard pass. Don't quote me on that, but oh yeah, this. I mean, all the way back. Yeah, U U of H, whew, boy, did they turn out some football players. So Southwest Conference wise, I mean, you you and and they, when I was coaching at Northern Illinois, I was the pro football, I was the NFL liaison. So when the scouts would come in, I would give them the information and listen to some of those older scouts that would come in, and then then they of course they'd hear my accent coaching at Illinois. They'd start talking, you know, we'd start talking Texas. Texas football, and I mean, immediately it went to all the players that you know that were scouted by the NFL that that you know went on to the NFL, and uh, you know Tommy No, but we could just go on and on and on. I mean, how many great players? I mean, let's talk, guys. We could just go school by school, and in any time, any time you can get back to these Southwest Conference rivalries. To me, that's that, that that's just so exciting. Yeah, we got some feedback on our text line. Uh, Dave and Belton said Texas and Arkansas, matchup you'd love to see. Um, a couple people, including Josh and Waco, of course mentioned Texas and Texas A&M. Would love to see that game come back. Also, A&M and Baylor, uh, 1254 number says Houston and Baylor and Houston and Texas used to have some uh, great matchups back in the day. Would love to see the Cougs in the, uh, in the Big 12. And again, we've talked about that. I mean, you could – when you start talking about the teams of the Big 12 right now, you got A&M and the SEC, then, you know, the teams like UTEP, and then 
Uh, you've got uh, what uh, Texas State has made the transition. Uh, UTSA has made the transition. Glenn, it, it, there's money. There, you're talking money uh, w- when you start talking about these conferences. And so when you look at television markets, Houston, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, yeah, San like, Antonio, we, El Paso, you got some really nice television markets in the footprint of what could be a pretty cool conference if you ever chose to kind of go back and do a Lone Star-type conference. Yeah, we, 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 I mean, we left that SMU. I yeah. mean, how about the Pony Express TCU. and what they were able to do at SMU? And Hang on I know they got the death penalty, but, hey, brother, they were doing it for a while. I'm not going to get into all that, but they were, they, were, they were flat getting it done for a while. So yeah, I mean you know, and then you you know you had uh, with Craig James and and Eric Dickerson and uh, yeah, I mean so those te- you know the the television market, and I don't know that it, it would ne- I don't think it will ever happen, but boy, I mean it, it would be cool to see an old Southwest Conference type thing, but uh, you know, but at least how about how about playing some of these games? How about uh, teeing it up again? And and it, what's crazy is some of these teams. Or most of these teams are playing in other sports. They'll play non-conference basketball. They'll play. I know that you know this is going to be the first meeting since '95 for Baylor and Houston. I can assure you, the Bears have played the U of H in baseball a million times. Uh, I've been there. I've done the game. So yeah, and that's. Uh, I mean, we'll have Kirk Bowles coming up here at the top of the hour. But I mean, you see, heck of a rider for the American Statesman and. I mean, you talk about a guy that knows about the Southwest Conference, covered the Southwest Conference forever. I mean, he's he'll 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 be able to bring it with the uh, with the best of them. But yeah, I, I, Tom and and and, and Stephen, any time, guys, you can you can renew those rivalries, and and there are so many of them going back to that Southwest Conference. Any time you can renew those rivalries, it makes for a great watch. And I, and I, I, I am I'm excited. One on one, I'm excited that Baylor's kicking the season mm-hmm. off. I'm, I, I mean, yeah, they had to push back from La Tech, but guess what? It's a better matchup. I mean, U of H and Baylor is a better matchup than La Tech and Baylor. So we had to we had to wait a little bit, and we're, but we're going to get a heck of a matchup uh, Saturday morning. So you think this is a better measuring stick for Dave Aranda's football team as they get ready for uh, KU I, on the 26th? I do, and I think Skip Holtz has done a great job at Louisiana Tech, but. Dana Hogerson and what he's trying to do at, at, at U of H, yes, it will be a, it will be a better um, get ready for the you know the, for the Big Twelve season and, and being able to play a team that's that's got that caliber of players that's got that caliber of recruits. Yes, it, it, it'll be a better measuring stick for where they are. CNC Collision text line is 254-662-1660. You can jump in and give us your thoughts on the old Southwest Conference. Maybe you got a memory from the old SWC. Share it with us here this morning. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you. Yeah, I'll pass along a quick note, and then I'll get some more text. I uh, just saw Clarence Hill Jr. covers the Cowboys say, Mike McCarthy said 25% capacity at AT&T Stadium this Sunday for How about that? Cowboys Falcons. So, uh, Cowboys hadn't released an official number, but looks like they'll be going at 25%. Well, here's one thing we know the... then. They're not going to have to pipe in any fake noise. 25,000 right. will, will make some yeah. noise in that stadium. Yeah, that's true. Uh, even with that stadium as big as it is, should be some uh, some noise in there. Corey texted in and said he didn't think a and Baylor was that great of a series. Uh, but would love to see A&M and UT, the two big boys of Texas, getting after it again. There you go. It's at 1054, 6 away from 11 o'clock. You can join the conversation on the phones at 662-1660 or the CNC text line at uh, 254-662-1660. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, 
We'll have Kirk Bowles with the Austin American Statesman. At the bottom of the hour, in hour two of the program at 1130, uh, we are going to have the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University, Jerry Hill, with us at 1130. And I guarantee you, Thrill has got a SWC memory or two that he can uh, that he can share with us. I know Kirk does too, and so we'll uh, we'll continue with that theme in hour two of our program here uh, this morning. It's ten fifty six, four away from eleven o'clock. Glad you're along with us on a Wednesday. It doesn't it doesn't yeah, feel right, like Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I started. It doesn't. I mean, this doesn't feel like hump day. This feels like this feels like game day almost. Stretch. I mean, this is good stuff. <laughs> Hey, anytime, anytime you can crack this lineup like we got today, absolutely good stuff, guys. I mean, I, again, I'm going to go back. How fun was that? How fun was that to talk to the head coach at Riesel? Was that, guys? I, I mean, I, I I love that. Am I am I making too much of a nope. situation that I love? Nope. I love when those guys get on and and share their passion. So it's been a heck of a first hour so far. Yeah, and I had a chance. You know, we talked with uh, Kevin Hoffman of uh, Mart yesterday. I also had a chance to talk to Kevin again this morning. Uh, I'm going to be doing the uh, the Mart and Whitney game on the on the CW this Friday night, and so I had a chance to visit with those guys. And you know, I just love talking football uh, with those guys and. Man, uh, and you and you said it. We'll, we we got to hit the break, but it, you you said it uh, last week, I think. The outstanding coaching at, at the high school level in, in well, the state I'm of gonna, Texas. I'm gonna brag on my game a little bit. I got La Vega and Argyle. It's gonna be a heck of, a heck of a guy. I got La Vega two weeks in a row. I'm excited about I'm excited about La Vega football. I'm gonna go get. I'm I'm gonna go put my eyes on them two weeks in a row, fellas. There you go. Ten fifty six. Stay with us. There's more to come. This is game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas sports on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. It's got a couple minutes here left in segment number one of today's hour number one. Today's <laughs> unnecessary roughness. I'm over Are here. Are we discombobbled? No, I'm looking at what you're doing over there. Oh, the segment we did, boys. Yeah, I know. You're over there playing a uh, hot potato with the mic button. I don't know what you got going on, man. I'm, I'm working on it. Just you stay You're working over there. on something. I don't you know stay what over it is. there. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Go on, take your little knives. <laughs> take your little fruit. Fight, 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 fight. Unnecessary roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments, only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. That's it, little Kansas right there. Hey, it is game time. You're all excess pass. The Central Texas football, and I am your host, Glenn Stretch-Smith, with my partner, Tom Barfield, and, and the guy flies this ship, Stephen Simcox. Let's bring Kirk Bowles in here from the Austin American Statesman. Kirk's done a great job of carrying, uh, really taking care of the University of Texas. He's, he's, st- he's stood on both sides of it. He's not, he's not, not afraid to uh, speak his mind and, Kirk, I appreciate you joining us here this morning on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Let me ask you quickly, uh, after one game, Tom Herman brought in two new coordinators on both sides of the football. How, how, how do you think that went uh, week one versus UTEP? Well, the opponent was very inferior. We all know that. But given that parameter stretch, I mean, winning 59-3, to is uh, is a good start in anybody's book, and I I know at least three other Big Twelve schools that would take that uh, scenario as well. So I I think they checked off a lot of lists, Rich. <laughs> hey, hey, and good for you. I, I everybody on this station has come out and said what a what they, they wish they had had the line that you had that the Big Twelve had been sun belted. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I watched that game, and certainly I had been openly critical of Tom Herman, and you know that because whenever, right. whenever he decides to run the quarterback, I pick up the phone and call Kirk Bowles. What the hell is he doing down there? Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. B.J. Foster, what, what happened in that scenario? I know, there, I know there's been a competition at safety, and, and, and I, I don't know whether he, he felt like he had lost that competition or what, but – what made him walk out on his teammates in the middle of the first game? 
Well, one, I think you start with the fact he's just kind of a volatile personality, uh, borderline hothead, if you will. You know, he's the guy that broke a bone in his hand when the story was he, he punched his car bumper, you know, which is, you know, kind of a ludicrous story to start with. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a little bit part of his makeup. He's kind of a high-strung guy. He's a real physical player, and that's one of his – strong assets as a player, but he did get beat out of the strong safety. Chris Brown, uh, a senior who's, who's very much one of the leaders of the team, had kind of usurped him and took his uh, spot in the starting lineup. So I think B.J. Foster was upset with his lack of playing time and just was very immature and uh, was kind of ranting and raving on the sideline and threatening to quit. And uh, as Tom Herman told us this week, he's done his penance. He's uh, apologetic, apologized to the team, and, uh, you know, uh, I would imagine that's his second strike for sure, and he better not uh, persist in uh, tempt fate with another one. <laughs> well, good for him. <laughs> I, I, a lot of times it takes that for these young men to grow up. You know, Kirk, I, another thing I want to ask you about, and we've been talking about this in hour one of the program, uh, with Baylor being able to bring Houston in on kind of late notice, it really – it, it, it starts to bring back those memories of Southwest Conference football, Southwest Conference matchups, and I know that's something you did a great – continue to do a great job of covering the Longhorns, but you remember back to those great Southwest Conference matchup days. Uh, share with us kind of what your thoughts are of Houston coming in to play Baylor and then, you know, possibly this being an you know, open door for starting to rekindle some talk with getting some of those old conference Southwest Conference matchups, whether that be UT and A and M, UT and Arkansas, you know Baylor and A and M. I mean, tell me kind of what your feelings are when you first heard about this, you know, being rescheduled for Saturday. Well, it's kind of like the old uh, Sandlot game. Talk, call your buddies and say, "Hey, what are you doing? You want to go go play a little ball?" You know, you arrange it that easily. And it's so funny because uh, I talked to Chris Del Conte uh, yesterday and said, hey, are you guys going to reschedule the Texas LSU game, the non-conference game at Baton Rouge? It was maybe been the best non-conference game of the year, at least as far as anticipation. They said, oh, yeah, we're going to play it. They said, I don't know when yet, but, you know, so I looked on their future schedule. They got an opening in 2032, so uh, I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing uh, Joe Burrow's uh, kid starting a quarterback for LSU when they play. Uh, actually, it's going to be a little bit, early for that but it's, it's interesting they, they schedule these games <laughs> stretch a decade or more in advance and here's one in 24 hours you know Dave Aranda and, and Holgerson are on the phone hey well you want to play Saturday yeah yeah we can play so it, it kind of shows you how crazy 2020 is and uh, and I think the fact that that uh, that Dana and Dave Aranda knew each other so well they were on Mike Leach's staff as you know at Texas Tech uh way back in 2000, I think. So it helps. It's always who you know anyway in, in the world. So I, I, I've got a tickle. They're going to get to play each other first time since 95. And, you know, maybe this, uh, I wish from your lips to God ears, this could be the impetus to see more. Because I've heard, you know, I've read up a little bit. A&M and Texas used to have a rivalry too, from what I've read. And <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, it'd be kind of fun to see them play again. From from what you've read, you mean from what you've covered? You you, you got selective amnesia on us, Kirk? Is that what is that what's happening here? Yeah, I'm like I'm like a dog with a bone on that A&M Texas thing. It's like it's crazy. You got every other 
rivalry is 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 still on, except A and M and Texas. So I, I'm not going to give in to that one. So I'm hoping to. Yeah, maybe it'll happen in a bowl game, but uh, you know, I, you know, seriously, stretch. My idea was play it on Labor Day weekend, kick off every season, because you know they don't want to play. SEC teams don't want to play a real tough team, you know, down near the end in the middle of all their conference schedules. So open it up on Labor Day, play it at Energy Stadium in Houston or wherever, but get it done. So I'd love to see it. Well, I, I, I tell you what, I, I certainly appreciate you jumping on here with us today, and and we'll I'm gonna bend your ear several more times because obviously you're you got you got so much passion for what you do, and and you know I respect what you do, even though I didn't agree all the time when I was coaching the Cowboys, and you'd want to punch Switzer in the gut. I didn't always agree with you, but I do appreciate you jumping on, taking time out of your busy schedule to get on with us today. I appreciate it, Kurt. Well, hey, my wife doesn't agree with me more than half the time, if that much. So you call any time. It's great to hear you on the radio. You got you got a vast amount of knowledge and a lot of context. So it's always great to visit with you, Stretch. All right, appreciate it, Kirk. There he goes, Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman. You know what, fellas? I, I does that not hearing somebody else speak the passion that that. Uh, you know, that Kirk has for football and for, you know, the Southwest Conference, you know, for the old Southwest Conference. It's fun to have guys like that on the radio. No question. And he had a great, great idea. He tee that sucker up every every Labor Day weekend, and that's how the 22 – you don't think that that wouldn't draw and get everybody going when you have A&M in Texas, you know, teeing it up uh, Labor Day weekend? Whew, that would be fun. Well, yeah, and, and – Again, fun because because of like you were saying, Tom, where it is and the where it would be in the schedule. Kick it off, kick it off. Let's start the let's start the season with a, you know, with a big interstate matchup. And it used to what it used to be the end of the season. It was, it was you, if you remember, a lot of times weekend. it was Thanksgiving weekend, and a lot of times sure. it was Thanksgiving night. You'd watch the Cowboys at three o'clock, and then you'd watch at six or six thirty. You'd watch the uh, Aggies and the Longhorns, and what I mean that was. I loved it. I just thought it was just a great way to uh, to to roll through your Thanksgiving. So, uh, miss watching that game and, you know, miss the uh, – I just – the memories of some of the phenomenal A&M and Baylor games uh, in, in in Texas and Arkansas. I mean, just – you know, and you, you have a great point. Rice and Houston, that inner city matchup. And there was just a lot of neat games that uh, the old Southwest Conference uh, brought to, to the slate. And every one of the football games that you played in the league – was was a drivable game. I mean, yeah, I know it's seven hours from from Waco to Fayetteville, but uh, hey, you could get there and you can watch the football game. But other than that, I mean, you're running as as, as you you mentioned you, you, for for Wacoans. You want to go to Fort Worth, ninety minutes. You want to go to SMU, ninety minutes. You want to go to Austin, ninety minutes. You want to go to College Station, ninety minutes. I mean, uh, come on. Oh, you want to go to Houston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, a couple of I, hours. I mean, you know. But anyway, they were drivable, and you could. And and, and again, those players knew each other uh, from playing against each other in high school, and 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 being on the recruiting trail. I mean, it was. I, I liked it. Uh, but you know, we all know what happened, and. And uh, things move on, but why not renew some of those games? Why? I love why the, not? I love the I love the point he made about saying, "Hey, let me pick up the phone and call a friend of mine, and let's see if we can uh, 
say, hey, you guys want to come over here Saturday and we'll we'll, we'll play a game. And that's and that's well, what's we're that? Get. What's we're that show? A, we're gonna get a heck of a football game at McLean Stadium Saturday morning, guys. I, I'm I, I I like. I mean, everybody's told me about Oklahoma State. Am I anticipating watching them? I am, but I'm not anticipating them watching them against Tulsa. I'm anticipating watching Baylor. Tee, tee it up with U of H. It, 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 that's that's a better football game. Gus Johnson, Joel Clatt will be here for Fox. We'll have it with with uh, the voice of the Bears, John Morris, JJ Joe, and Ricky Thompson. So look forward to that. We'll we'll get the coverage started at seven a.m. Uh, with uh, breakfast with Mosley. Good gracious. Nine o'clock, we'll have our uh, network pregame, and then again at uh, eleven o'clock, J Mo and and JJ and and Ricky with the call of the football game between the Bears and the Houston Cougars. So it should be a lot of fun as we get things cooking on a Saturday, and then the Bears will welcome in KU the following Saturday, and that will be a prime time game at six thirty. So uh, that that. That's <laughs> I like that a lot better. Uh, 10, uh, 11 minutes, uh, make that 12 minutes after 11 o'clock. We've got a uh, beautiful day in progress. Talking football with you here on Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. We step aside. We come back with more in a moment. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap is back. They blitz. And he flips it out right. Elliott picks it off the ground. 20, 15, 10. Only heard here. Touch left. Dances in. That's a touchdown. All season. And Elliott comes up doing the Prescott warm-up dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons. Live from AT&T Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302 change that can throw an opposing hitter off balance in baseball for the texas rangers baseball foundation change is our focus with programs aimed at helping youth physically in their education or in life the foundation continues to impact lives in our community good is being done daily and it's possible because we do it together your continued donations matter see how you can help bring the change at texasrangers.com foundation Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Homebuyers, and I buy houses cash. Call me today at 870-8645. I'll buy your house for cash and pay you cash up front. I buy houses in any price range and any location in Waco and Central Texas. Do you own a house that needs thousands of dollars in repair? Great, because I love buying fix-up houses. Do you have a tenant living in your property? Not a problem. I'll buy your house with a tenant in it. Do you think your property will be difficult to sell? Easy. We provide assistance for any situation. If you need cash for your house, call me today at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or check me out at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Remember, if you need cash fast, I'll pay you cash up front. Call me today at 870-8645. 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or online at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. 
Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. It's a September buyback event going on at Greg May Honda. Right now, used cars are in high demand. Used cars at auction are at an all-time high. At Greg May, they'd like to cut out the middleman. They need your good trade, pay for or not. You'll get above fair market value, and they'll pay off your trade no matter what you owe. And you can drive a new 20 Honda Civic 4-door LX for just $179 per month for 36 months. Save thousands with 0.9% APR. Remember, they'll buy your car, even if you don't buy from them at Greg May Honda. Go to gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the new. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem, or you can create a commotion with catskin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Let's go to Luke and Mark, Texas. Wailing and Willie and the boys. This successful life we're living got us feeling like the Hatfields and McCoy's. 1117. I was in Luke and Bach, uh, back in the middle of July. Have you ever had a Lone Star? Have you ever drank a Lone Star it's beer? Sweet. I, I was in Luchenbach in the middle of July. Put two and two together. Have you? I, I, I don't want to put two and two together. I'm asking you a question. Have you ever had a damn Lone Star? Well, yes or no? I mean, you got to be. Yes. Okay. What about a Pearl? Have you ever had a Pearl beer brewed in beautiful San Antonio, Texas? You know what my grandpa name is? Paps. We're all sitting on the edge of our chair waiting in anticipation. My grandson calls me Paps. <laughs> So, blue ribbon. There you go. See, it all kinds of comes together like a puzzle. Nothing like nothing like filling in the blank there, Simpleton. <laughs> all right, seventeen after eleven o'clock. We welcome you back into the program. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to uh, visit with Jerry Hill. Uh, the uh, Jerry is the uh, director of sports journalism over at Baylor. And, Wrote for the trip for 112 years or something like that. So we'll get Jerry on the program and and uh, talk some uh, BU and U of H and uh, some other things. And again, you stretch. You mentioned at Tulsa and Oklahoma State will play at 11 o'clock. That's the only two games involving Big 12 teams this week. This was supposed to be the week where everybody went okay. Here's how this went. Let's uh, let's check and see how we let's kind of give ourselves a a grade here and figure out how hosting a game went, and then we'll get ready for next week. But uh, that's not the case for the Bears 
or for the uh, Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Well, and after the league, after the league went 0 and 3 against the Sun Belt, maybe they need to take a week off. They might need a little practice time. Might need a little little Saturday film time. Little maybe a little maybe even a little Sunday film time to try to get themselves back on track. Wow, that's. That's still hard to believe. I mean, I I had almost just kind of I had almost gotten over the fact that they'd gone zero and three against the Sun Belt, and then obviously Kurt Bowles had that great line that you know that the Big Twelve had been Sun Belted, but it kind of it, it kind of brings up a really bad taste in your mouth if you're a fan of the Big Twelve. I was looking, and I'm trying to see uh, this this Big Ten thing. You know, it, it's 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 very much a fluid situation. And so October the, I think, 23rd, 24th weekend is when they're going to commence with games. Now, Stephen, did you see anything at all uh, or, uh, or, or uh, Stretch, did you see anything at all? When, did it, did, have they said anything about attendance for these, for these games? I have not seen anything as of yet uh, on, on whether or not uh, fans will be in the stands uh, for Ohio State and and uh, for Nebraska, you know, you know the the Big Ten participants, I have not seen anything. Yeah, I that. didn't see anything on that in the press release. It seems like most conferences are letting universities kind of decide that based on it's what their state is allowing. So, can you imagine uh, a big house empty? Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be odd. Oh. It'd be weird for sure. Or the Horseshoe at yeah. Ohio State, or Penn, you know, Penn State. They always have great fans. They always have that whiteout game. Um, that, that'd be another place where it'd just be bizarre playing in front of uh, in front of nobody. But we're hearing the Cowboys will have twenty five thousand. Is that what uh, is that what McCarthy said? Yeah, McCarthy said twenty five percent capacity uh, in his press conference this morning. So yeah. there you go. All right. Instead, uh, instead of twenty five percent capacity, how many blue parking passes have they got? That's, that's really <laughs> the key. If you got, you can get one of those blue parking passes, and then you can just saunder up about a hundred and about one hundred and fifteen yards and get to your seat. That that's the that's the big ticket right there, Tom. It's 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 not about Having a ticket to the game, it's about having a blue parking pass. <laughs> 11, 20, 20 after 11 o'clock. You're always looking for uh, – never mind. Uh, 20 no, after, I want to hear it. No, Bull no, corner, no, no. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're looking I'm to cut corners. You're what? just looking to cut corners. You, you, no, I'm not. You Let don't want to walk. I, you just don't, I mean, you don't want to walk. Do you I'm have a, a ticket to the game? Man, you don't know anybody to exercise as much as I do. I that's not the well, truth, but no, I can, I, I can I take it this. I hear about exercising. I, I hear, hey, me and my buddies are thinking about exercising. Yeah, no, I can tell you this. When I coached with the Cowboys, that I, I would, if I had a few tickets, and, and there were times when we were, those last years when we were 5-11 and 11 and throwing up some real duds right there, I, would, I remember I'd have some tickets and somebody would call me and say, hey, Coach, you got a couple tickets? Yeah, I got a couple tickets. Is there any way you got a parking pass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the parking pass is more important than the ticket. And I still think that's the case. I mean, you drive around over there now, Ooh. you might pay $100 to park. Well, I'm telling you, or you're going to walk 3,000 miles. Go to, the, go to the state championship games. If you don't have a, you don't have a little hookup, boy, you're going, you're going to bend and pat. You're going to bend those knees and pat your feet on that, on, that, uh, on that asphalt until you get to the stadium. So, anyway, but all right, 22 after 11. Baylor and Houston coming up. On uh, on Saturday at 11 a.m. and again our coverage begins at 7 a.m. Wake up with Q and and Mo and uh, and uh, Matt Mosley and yours yours truly and Stephen and we'll uh, we'll have the coverage for you coming up on on Saturday. Earlier today, Kevin Eschenfelder, the voice of the Houston Cougars, was on the uh, John Moore show and he kind of broke down what he thought uh, thought about uh, Houston and and Baylor. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, especially with, you know, Mac, right. as a lot of people know, Mac Rhodes was the athletic director at the University of Houston. And, uh, you know, he helped that program uh, uh, immensely. And I, I don't think there was a person, you know, that I know that wasn't uh, happy to see Mac when he moved on from the standpoint of knowing that uh, that's what Mac wanted to do because Mac's that kind of person. The same thing about Jeremiah Dickey. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fondness between those programs. I know, you know, it, historically, Houston, that was the first uh, Southwest Conference game Houston ever played right, with, uh, right. at Floyd Casey Stadium. And, uh, you know, I remember it well. And, you know, yeah, so there is a history. And plus these kids, you know, they, with all the seven-on-sevens and, and, and camps that they go to, and not to mention playing high school football together, so many of these kids have a, a familiarity with each other. And if they didn't play against each other, they had – uh, read on the internet or on on the, the the recruiting websites about other players and yeah so I, I think it is it's it's great it's it's a natural rivalry uh, glad they're going to be playing a home and home down the road right because I, I think it's good for both schools uh, you know when Houston is when Houston is good uh, there, there's no doubt I mean ask Oklahoma they could play with anybody you know in the Big Twelve and uh, you know so that's that's something that uh, I think it could be a competitive rivalry and it's something that's good for both uh, both programs. Give us uh, a nutshell on uh, the U of H team this year. Uh, tell us what are the strengths of this team, and what do you think about the matchup with Baylor? Uh, you know, I, I think I'll start with the matchup with Baylor, John, because I'm really it kind of dovetail, dovetails into what, what you asked me there was that I, I think it's going to be the unknown, but I think it's on both sides, and I think that's what's intriguing about this matchup. You have a first-year head coach, and and Coach Aranda, who's you know got a, a very talented roster, albeit they lost some key parts to last year's team. So you know you, you lose. I think it was John nine nine starters on your defensive side of the football, whereas Houston has got a lot of their key players are back from last year. And what Houston has really added was they had a lot of transfers come in, as usually is the case whenever you have a new head coach. And so they held a bunch of kids out last year, and they suffered the consequences. It was kind of a uh, you know, break some eggs to make an omelet type of a year last year for for Houston. So it, I'm curious to see, it is the unknown, how those players, you know, you can, be, you can be really good on paper, but how that translates out onto the field. Uh, who's got the leg up? Uh, is it... Is it Baylor who's got a first-year head coach that, that, or is it going to be Houston with a little continuity from having a second-year head coach and having these guys back and, and maybe their feet are underneath them a little bit better? You know, we're going to find out. Uh, I think a big key to the game is whether or not Houston can stay with them early. Uh, you know, you don't need to be playing catch-up on the road anytime, and uh, especially against a team as talented as, as Baylor is. Uh, got to, you know, Houston's going to have to put some pressure on, on your quarterback as Brewer's so good. Uh, so, you know, there's nothing they're going to be able to throw at him that, that he hasn't seen at some point. Uh, and Houston's going to have to, you know, both teams, it goes back. Sometimes it's just so simple. Both teams are going to have to take care of the football. And if, you know, a key turnover here, a key, key turnover there uh, can be a huge difference in the game. But I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see how it's going to match up. And, and I know Baylor fans are as well. That is uh, Kevin Eschenfelder, the voice of the Houston Cougars, and uh, his appearance on the John Morris program earlier today right here on ESPN Central Texas. Stretch, he he talked a lot about some of the, the things that we talked about. These kids know each other. Uh, they've uh, they've been recruited together. I mean, this this should be fun, you know, for for uh, for all of us involved, and and look forward to it on Saturday. Yeah, familiarity not only with with other players, but uh, like we talked about with Kirk Bowles, familiarity with these two coaches, uh, having you know worked together on a staff. So 
there, there's a lot of there's there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be the game kind of inside the game. But I, I'm I'm more inclined to talk about you know Larry Fedora and you know he he's been a head coach. Uh, now he's going to take over this Baylor offense and and Charlie Brewer, a, a, a senior quarterback who is as tough as they come. You know he's a he's a guy with that I think has great leadership. And we'll speak to his dad uh, Friday and and re- reach back to some of his Southwest Conference memories. But also talk to his dad about you know how Charlie is is kind of coming along you know in his senior year and and being the leader of this football team. That uh, you know, with a first-year head coach, and and Charlie, you know, he he came in here. I I want to say he came in here with a first-year head coach. Am I am I am I correct in saying that, guys? Wasn't he one of the first? Yeah, he was. He was on that first recruiting class. Uh Yeah, he was one of the first big signees. So you know, now he's now he's going to be playing for a first-year head coach and Dave Aranda. And what I think is is an experienced staff. That's the one thing that he didn't mention was even though it's a first-year head coach, he's got experience around him with some of those guys he brought from LSU, again, with Larry Fedora running the offense and a guy that was a head coach at North Carolina. So that, 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 that makes for a – you know, it's going to make for what I think are going to be a lot of interesting game inside the game situations. Eleven twenty-seven, of course, uh, Larry Fedora's brother, Lee Fedora, wants the uh, head coach – in Rogers, once the head coach in uh, in Robinson, and now he's down in the College Station area as a uh, as a head coach. So you again, it goes back and t- we talk about quality head coaches at the high school level. Well, then they make that transition. So, uh, so anyway, eleven twenty eight. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we talk to Jerry Hill, and we do that next right here here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football is back. The Bears open the new season this Saturday at home, hosting the Houston Cougars. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Network Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday for the Bears and the Cougs. Again this season, tune in to hear J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris, for all the play-by-play of Baylor Big 12 football here on ESPN Central Texas. At Secor Family Ford, over the years, we've seen lots of Fords become classics. Now we're all looking forward to the return of a legend this year. Tell them what it is. That's right. Come see us to learn about the all-new Ford Bronco family and reserve yours today. Or save right now on our full line of trucks and SUVs with 0% financing for 72 months. So take that short drive to the Secor Exit West and see why at Secor Family Ford, our family makes the difference. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. You're out! 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Incomas Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. Incomas Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Best row. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Deerbull Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys will try to bounce back on Sunday afternoon when they take on the Falcons. Despite the loss to the Rams, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports said he saw some bright spots when he joined us on Unnecessary Roughness Tuesday. One, uh, CD Lamb, I think is going to be the real deal, absolutely. Um, but even more so, I love what I saw from Trevon Dick uh, over there trying to replace uh, a huge void, or trying to fill a huge void that was uh, created by the departure of Byron Jones. The World Series will be played in Arlington, even though the Rangers won't be a part of it. It will be announced on Tuesday, Globe Life Field with a neutral location for this year's Fall Classic. Rangers take on the Astros. Broadcast starts at 6.30. First pitch at 7.05. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Stretch. Come on, give me a grade. (laughs) Almond Brothers? What do you want me to say? Isn't that the Almond Brothers? Marshall Tucker Band. I'm sorry, Marshall Tucker. I I heard it in a love song, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I know the song. I kind of like to say who it is that's singing, and I went, boom, 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 messed it up. My my bad. Marshall Tucker. I'm telling you, there's a new job, and it goes to to Stephen. Even though Garrett will be producing most of the time, Stephen's going to be the musical director of the program. Okay. All right. I like that idea. So, there you go. All right. We're we'll going to talk wa- about a raise later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's welcome in the director of sports journalism. I like that title at Baylor University, uh, Jerry Hill. Jerry, how are you? Tommy, I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing great. You ready to uh, you ready to wake up and uh, get there bright and early and get some football going as the Bears take on the U of H. Well, I might not be there as early as you, Tommy, but I, I'm definitely I'm kind of in game week. Uh, I was a little bit there last week, but uh, thankfully we've we've at least gone another day this week. So uh, 
excited to uh, to see it open up and uh and Tom I'm I'm actually pretty excited about him playing Houston first time in 25 years that's amazing that uh had not played him at all since uh, the Southwest Conference days and we spent you know what and we have spent the last couple of days there has been a ton of talk about the Southwest Conference because simply because of this matchup right here uh, you go back to 95. Before we talk about this game, and, and I want to also talk about the uh, the emotional swing of of uh, going mm-hmm. from not ha- having a game with La Tech to not having a game and then having a game. So, I mean, it's, you know, but give me a rivalry that, that, that just screams Southwest Conference to you. Um, well, certainly A&M, Texas. Um, but, you know, for Baylor – uh, you know, and, and actually it was renewed. I think Baylor TCU is probably about as good as it gets now. Um, and that goes back to the Southwest Conference days. You know, Tommy, I don't know if it was as heated back then as it is now. Um, and I think some of that stems from, you Baylor know, them the not, not getting put in the yeah. Big 12 and then all of that. I think I, So I think a lot of it honestly stemmed from their side for a long time. But, um, you know, that was a really good one. You know, I think Baylor Tech was always a good rivalry for me. I, you know, that was one where they were pretty much, you know, neck and neck the whole time. Uh, but, you know, I think because, you know, other than Arkansas, it was all in-state, I think there were a lot of good rivalries back then. And, the, you know, then you go back to the, you know, 40s and 50s and stuff, and it was, you know, Rice and, and SMU. Uh, you know, it was it was a lot of teams. But, I yeah, I think the ones that, probably really jump out at me or, you know, certainly A&M, Texas. Uh, you know, I thought Baylor A&M was a good rivalry back in the day. Um, it was kind of one-sided there toward the end, but, you know, that was obviously one Baylor wanted to beat. Um, and I think in a lot of cases it's always more on Baylor's side than the other side. And I think that's what makes Baylor TCU kind of special is that it's really both sides. Yeah, when you have a name for a game, it's it's a rivalry, Battle of the Brazos, all that good stuff. Right. But yeah, so, so it, it, just obviously, I listening to you talk, you would love to see some of these games be renewed for you know some of the teams that are, that are not a play. Yeah, Texas and Arkansas, for example. Yeah, it's it, it's just a shame, you know. Obviously, football. The whole landscape has changed. I mean, when you look at the conferences now, some of them don't even make sense. Right. Um, but, yeah, like in Arkansas, Texas, certainly Texas and Texas A&M, you'd, you'd love to see some of those games. Uh, you know, shoot, I'd love for Baylor to play Arkansas sometime. Mm-hmm. And they have, obviously, in other sports. But, you know, it's been, you know, probably, I guess, when they left in 91 or 92, Baylor hadn't played them since then. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some of those old games. Um, you know, the way the game has evolved, the way the conference has evolved, you're not going to see the old Southwest Conference ever again or a league like that. But it was pretty cool when every team was in, in the state. Yeah, we, we, were, we were doing a little wishing earlier today because if you stop and think about television markets, and, and a lot of this stuff is dictated by, by television right. dollars, uh, you have – Houston, Texas. You have Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. You have San Antonio. You do have El Paso. You have some really neat TV markets that you, if you wanted to, could build a a conference. But as you point out, uh, that's that's simply not going to happen. 
Yeah, that ship has sailed. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, uh, before we talk about Baylor and Houston, just kind of yeah. walk us through what it was like in the athletic department. You, you've got you got La Tech, and you're yeah. about to tee it up, Oh, and it's opening day, for goodness sake. Right. Now it's shut well, down. Yeah, and, and I think Coach Aranda talked about it the other day. This is actually the third opening day opponent, you know, that you kind of prepared for because, wow. you know, through most of the summer it was, and certainly back in the spring when you were still in Zoom meetings, it was Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was heading to Ole Miss and that September 6th game down in Houston. You know, and then you, you know, with all the COVID situation and, and the SEC not playing non-conference games, then you switched to Louisiana Tech. You, at first you had to pick, you know, who, who are we going to play? And I believe in current word that league is not playing, so that, that was kind of ruled out. And then it, it settled on Louisiana Tech if you could schedule one with them. And, and yeah, it just – Everything looked good going into that week. And, and, you know, I mean, honestly, and I think we talked last week, uh, Louisiana Tech was doing all the right stuff. They had all the protocols in place and had one, I think, positive in the previous three weeks before the hurricane hit. So it wasn't like, you know, it was one of these schools that just didn't have the right things in place and wasn't doing it the right way. It was, you know, the perfect storm of the hurricane hit and and it just really kind of wiped out that team so yeah it was tough i know tuesday night wednesday morning were very tough and, and then you're going into mode of well do we do a scrimmage you know maybe even invite fans to that that saturday when we're supposed to play louisiana tech no let's hold hope that you know maybe we get a game this next week so it was really in limbo, and then I, you know, honestly, Tommy Friday, I did not think anything was going to happen. It just did, didn't seem like it was coming together. But then when you get that news Saturday, it's just, it, it really is an excitement level. I mean, y- y- yes, you only have this many days to get ready, but man, you're gonna you're gonna get to play football, and, and it's been a long time. Um, so yeah, I, I think there was just such an excitement level. It almost didn't matter who you played, but I think those ties and then, you know, even if you look at Mac Rhodes and Jeremiah Dickey were both there. So I, I think those connections with Houston, this just this game just made sense and I think there's a different excitement level for it than you would have had for just about any other game. Jerry, uh, what kind of wrinkles do you expect and differences with Larry Fedora uh, calling the offense and how it's going to look different from the, the previous years? Yeah, Stephen, I, I suspect, and I haven't seen a lot, I can tell you that, but I, I suspect just based on his history and what I'm hearing, I think he'll be a little more up-tempo um, than Matt Rule was. Um, so I think that tempo will, you know, will kind of go back to the to the Bryles there offense, honestly. Um, so I, I think that will be one of the changes. I, I think he will use the, you know, the run or the – screen passes to the running backs more than they have, you know, probably in the last how many every year. So I think that will be one of the changes you'll see, man, there's, there's a lot of really good receivers though. So you'd like to see them get involved as well. But I think those are probably two of the biggest changes is you'll see more of an up tempo, you know, no huddle, get up there and let's go rather than kind of slowing the game down. You want to get as many plays as you can in. So I think you'll see a lot more of that. And then the screens, I mean, and when you think about Tristan Ebner, he's he's basically a receiver playing running back. Now, he's turned into a pretty good running back, but he's a really good threat out of the backfield. And Lovett has actually turned into a re- really good threat there as well. So you've got 
really good threats at running back that you can use in that passing game. Uh, it's Glenn Smith. Let me ask you about Charlie Brewer, and obviously he's a senior coming into his you know senior year. He's 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 had a, he's been dinged up at time to time, had some injuries. I know that from what I'm hearing, they're trying to get the ball out of his hand quicker. You made mention of these quick screens and those kind of things. Right. How's he adopting to this offense? You know, he said it's really similar, and and I don't know if I do Glenn or Stretch, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll stick with Stretch. How about that? We're not. That's fine. We're not, you know, we're you not know me well enough. Yeah, this, but I'll call you Stretch. Yeah, you know me well enough in this seven minute interview right here to call me Stretch. I'm good with that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, he I, he said this is a really similar to what he ran in high school, and I think he's very comfortable in it. And I think just the idea that you can protect him a little bit with that, that you can get the ball. And, and that should have been another thing that I mentioned earlier when Steven asked that. That's, that's kind of a Larry staple is getting the ball out of your quarterback's hands a little quicker. And, and certainly with I, – I, I do think the offensive line is going to be better. Of course, I've been saying that for the last few years and it hadn't really gotten there. But I, I think the offensive line will be better, particularly adding the UCLA transfer. But I think – getting the ball out of Charlie's hands and maybe not having him run as much or running smarter, I think will protect him. And, and you want to do that. There's some good talent behind him, but this is a guy that has 30 starts under his belt and, and has shown the, you know, great potential. He's, he's a guy that I, you know, I think he is probably one of the better quarterback returning quarterbacks coming back this year. So uh, certainly you want to keep him healthy and, and upright and, and I do think he has adapted really well to this offense. I think it fits him. We're talking with Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor University. Jerry, do you do you have any sense of what what Saturday will will, will look like and feel like to you? I mean, you've covered a million Baylor games right. in, in your career with uh, with Baylor and also with the Waco Tribune Herald. Twelve, I'm guessing twelve thousand somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, we're talking twenty five percent. What? I mean, what do you think the feel will be like, the atmosphere? I mean, just the, the, whole, yeah. the whole game day experience. What, what are you thinking? And, and we're, guys, yeah, we're all guessing. I mean. Yeah, and I do think that's probably – that's your max, really, is about 12,000. Um, and so certainly it won't have the feel that you're used to. Um, Tommy, I don't know if you remember that Southern Illinois game. At, you know, it was actually a makeup for the 9-11. At the very end of the um, year with the Salukis. Yeah, at the, yep. yeah, at the end of 2001. And it won't be that bad. There were, you know, I think the announce that day was seven or 8,000, and there weren't that many there. So I think it'll look better than that. I think it helps having – and this is one thing I'd really hoped for. They're, they are going to have students there. I think it's 2,500 student tickets so that doesn't sound like a lot but they can make a difference mm -hmm. you know that's what you, that those are the ones you want there so i think they'll make a difference and you know certainly you'll probably have some piped in noise and that kind of stuff so um yeah it won't look like what most of last year looked like or any of the last how many ever years have looked like but tom like you said i've covered a lot of baylor football so i've i've been at games <laughs> where there weren't a whole lot of people in the stadium <laughs> Oh boy! All right, uh, it, it, but you know what? We're I, hold your breath, cross your fingers, do yep. all that stuff. Yep. Uh, let's get to Saturday and let's play football. Absolutely. Hey, you guys have a great pregame, and looking forward to seeing you and Stretch. Uh, welcome aboard. We're excited about you uh, working in Waco. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be in Waco. It's, it's a great place. Central Texas has been my home, and I'm 
I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a green and gold shirt and come out there and holler sick him with the best of them. All right. Hey, Jerry, right. thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you thanks, again guys. soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor University. And again, you want to talk about a guy that has seen his fair share of Baylor athletic events. That is that is the thrill. Uh, also known as Jerry Hill. Isn't that, fun, isn't that fun when you have you know we, we, we've had Kirk Bowles, now we've had Jerry Hill. I mean, those guys who can go back and draw from that they have a point of reference they have that they were there they have that point of reference they can draw from i i think that's kind of a lost art i mean young people today don't really they, they don't really grasp the how it really was formed what was really formulated around the old floyd casey stadium like you were saying i mean when it was when it felt empty and now they've got this you know, beautiful, you know, beautiful place sits right on the Brazos. It's it, it it had to come from something, and having an appreciation for that, and having those guys that can share those memories to me is a lot of fun. Eleven forty six, and I do remember vividly the uh, Salukis coming to town and and playing. Uh, uh, that was that was a interesting interesting week. Uh, Fourteen before noon. When we come back, we're, we're going to start. We're, we're just going to scratch the surface of the Cowboys and the Falcons. We'll uh, we'll obviously dive into it a lot more as the week goes along. But want to kind of get uh, Stretch's initial thoughts on the uh, on the Cowboys and Atlanta, and we'll do that when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap is back. They blitz. And he flips it out right. Elliott picks it off the ground. 20, 15, 10. Only heard here. Touch left. Dances in. That's a touchdown. All season. And Elliott comes up doing the Prescott warm-up dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons. Live from AT&T Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. For qualified buyers, you deal with the details. It's the kickoff savings event happening now at Richard Carr. All 2020 Buick, GMC, and Cadillacs in stock are priced to move. Save eight grand on a 2020 Sierra SLT Crew Cab. Get a 2020 Buick Encore for only $19.9. Or save $8,000 on all 2020 Buick Enclaves in stock. Get here now. Log on to richardcar.com to get big savings at the Richard Carr kickoff event going on now. At Richard Carr, we give you more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my 
shows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7, built right, built ready. Now, get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down at 0% APR for 60 months, now through October 31st. Call us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Visit us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Deerbull Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys will try to bounce back on Sunday afternoon when they take on the Falcons. Despite the loss of the Rams, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports said he saw some bright spots when he joined us on Unnecessary Roughness Tuesday. One, uh, CD Lamb, I think is going to be the real deal, absolutely. Um, but even more so, I love what I saw from Trevon Dick uh, over there trying to replace uh, a huge void, or trying to fill a huge void that was uh, created by the departure of Byron Jones. The World Series will be played in Arlington, even though the Rangers won't be a part of it. It will be announced on Tuesday, Globe Life Field will be the neutral location for this year's Fall Classic. Rangers take on the Astros. Broadcast starts at 6.30, first pitch at 7.05. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven fifty-one, nine away from twelve. Our musical director, Stephen Simcox. I'm gonna say he hit. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he hit it out of the park today. Stretch. He's 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 hit the exact yesterday and today. There ain't no question. And you know what? Maybe if we may, maybe if we're nice to him, get him a water burger. He'll hit the trifecta. <laughs> maybe we can get him back on uh, Friday and hit the superfecta. How am I doing with my horse racing terms? There you go. We're we're all into those fectas. I promise you. Uh, coming up, uh, your chance to go online syntechsportsfan.com to vote for the high school pickup contest where you can win. A Whataburger gift pack, including a gift certificate to Whataburger, and that does sound good at eight minutes before twelve noon. Uh, quick, just a just a quick word on the Cowboys and the Falcons. Just give me a quick synopsis as we get ready to move into uh, our uh, our look at uh, Dallas and Atlanta as we move through the week. Well, the Cowboys are going to have to continue to get better offensively because until they can get Vander Esch back, until they can get uh, Jordan Lewis in the lineup at corner. They're going to have to go score, you know, 28 points to win football games. So I'm going to say, you know what, get your offense cranked up and get ready to see a little more uh, from a vertical passing game that we did not see Monday night. So that's that's going to be, you know, that's going to be my initial take. I think we'll break it down more as the week goes on because I do think there are going to be some intriguing matchups in this game. Uh, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta's got Gurley and. Jones outside. I mean, obviously Matt Ryan can throw it around. So there, there are going to be some other matchups. But I, I'm, I'm anticipating right now, guys. I need to see more out of the Dallas offense, and I need to see more out of this vertical passing game. Eleven fifty-four coming up at noon today. It's unnecessary roughness with Q and Ward and 
And Stephen and uh, Q joins us now. Q, what's happening, my friend? What's happening? How you guys doing? We're good. What Don't be trying to make no plans or stealing Stephen either. I see you guys plotting already. MD, Stephen Cox, was, MD, musical I, director. I was an MD one time. I got some plaques on the wall at the house to prove it. I was an <laughs> MD. I know all about that, but uh, that's how it starts, man. Then you just kind of, you know, get them to slide in, take a little bit more, a little <laughs> this, a little bit that. Next thing you know, you guys are going out for uh, toddies after work. <laughs> that was yesterday. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I know how this thing works. <laughs> all right. What, what do you guys got coming up at noon? I'll tell you, bro. We are locked and loaded. Got a lot of guests on the show. Mark Bird, Whitney head coach. He's going to join us right off the bat at 12.15. Then we're going to double down and have Roy, uh, Ronnie Porter from Troy. He's the head coach there. Uh, he's going to join us at 12.30. Uh, 1 o'clock, cover three NFL news and notes of the day. We do that on the daily. Uh, at 1.30, we'll stay in the high school game. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine will join us just to talk the lay of the land of high school football. Then at 2.15, Jeff Howell from Horns 24-7 will talk to us about the Longhorns and their tough match that they have with UTEP and see uh, you know what all of the Longhorns took out of that game where they shellacked the Miners. And then at uh, 2.30, we'll close things down with Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram talking all things Texas Rangers and the fact that there's 16 teams that are going to get an opportunity to play in the World Series in their park, and they won't be one of them. They're not one of them. Yep. All right, so that's all coming up at 12 noon here on uh, on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Stretch, what's your takeaway for today? Uh, takeaway for today, Kirk Bowles jumping on there and giving us a little insight into what's going on at the University of Texas. B.J. Foster, I thought that was interesting. I I liked B.J. coming out of high school, and I still like him as a football player. I hope they can. I hope they can get his situation rectified, and hopefully he'll, you know, he'll grow up and learn from this, uh, you know, from him walking away from his football team. Anytime you have a player walks out, guys, that's that that kind of something something stinks there, and 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 we're gonna have to figure out how that unfolds the rest of this year. Stephen, what is your uh, what's your big takeaway? I'm a musical director now, so I'm gonna add that to my resume. I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> does that come with a raise? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, he's, he's already asked that decision. It, it does come with a raise. Uh, come to two right. French movies. That's how you get your raise. And <laughs> for me, it's Big Ten Easy. football. Big Ten football. So there you go. That's the takeaway. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Thanks to Kirk Bowles and to Jerry Hill and to Keith Stiffelmeyer for being a part of the program. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10. UNR is next here on ESPN Central Texas.